No, okay, I'm gonna start over. We're here with the sound flick boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't do the your little blues clips thing. That's exactly oh. what it is. That's what that's it is. What it sounds that's like. what it is. It's not an air horn coming from Young Sincere. It's, it's, it's blues clues. Blues I was so great. confused. I was like, I, nah, I knew you were. <laughs> what is he talking about? It's a panda. Oh. Skadoosh. That's Skadoosh. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, uh, welcome, y'all. Welcome to episode <laughs> 21 of the Soundflick Podcast. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, your boy, Norik, that's cool. And to my right. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Young Flacco, a sincere, chilling off of a weekend of hecticness, two weekends of actually hectic- hecticness and oh, shows and busy, you yeah. know, out here curating, hosting. It really was a crazy last couple weeks. Who are you? <laughs> who, who am I? <laughs> Skywalker Mike, you bitch. <laughs> bitch you know I feel like that was in his voice. <laughs> yeah, who am I? It could have been, but uh, I would no, love for but, an artist to say that to Mike, just to be like, "Who are you?" And then Mike just be like, well, "A lot of people ask me that." <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you, bitch? Not know this? Mike, I'm bitch. over here baking these fucking cookies. What's, I'm out hey. here whipping this work and playing these beats. <laughs> I love it all in the legal way. Sorry, I love it. Sorry to put you on all legally. Like that. It's legal when you get direct deposit. I'm just, I'm expecting a cake now. I'm just saying mm. for my birthday. You don't I have to do it lo- anytime. But I don't know about that. Next pod, next, can we do a potluck where Mike makes something? I'll make a, I'll make my mac and cheese. No, I'm saving this opportunity for mac my and cheese birthday ASMR. because if you start asking them to do stuff throughout the year for your birthday, you can get nothing. When's your birthday? December. We got time. No. Yeah, mine's in December also. So you oh, could just no. come to the Christmas party and whatever. We Wait, you're December dessert, what? You get seventeenth. Okay, I'm the sixth. You're. Yeah, oh, you're both come yeah, to the Christmas sad. party. But I'm a Sagicorn because I'm on the cusp. Okay. We should throw a Soundflake Christmas party. A cr- ugly sweater. What party. movie are we watching? Because if it's not Home Alone, Jingle All the Way. Harry we're Potter. Watching Jingle All the Way. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what other movie we're gonna, we watch. No, 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 we're watching no, Jingle no, All the Way. No, we're gonna watch the best Christmas movie. If you say Elf. Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, I know, bro. I know. <laughs> People that, be arguing, but that it's a is the Christmas movie. It takes it. It's set in Christmas. Yeah. Can we play some games? Like, can we do like the Elf spaghetti where people have to eat it elf and whoever eats it? Damn, the we can even watch Elf. That's That'd be kind of cool. I love Elf. I'm down. You know, I th- I think when when we take this podcast to the next level, we'll be able to like get enough sponsor money to really throw like a holiday party. That it incorporates some of your favorite Christmas movies. Like yeah. we might have the Mean Girls. They might do the 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 dance just right there. Just the knockoff ones. Yeah, just the knockoff ones. Come through and do the dance. <laughs> I'll be there recording. Be the mom recording and jump up in the air. I'll be, be uh, I'll time. be Kevin G. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all awesome. living? Y'all good? Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we good, bro. We good. Recuperating. So I just yeah, want to say, we all went to the movies together. It was so fun. We went on a bro date. It was cool. Yeah, Big it was a good time. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, you could be sitting yeah. right next to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, seriously, though, guys, subscribe to the dope. Patreon because we want to hang out with you guys, but... No, it's kidding. It's mainly there these quick no dives. We yeah, just, I know. We just want to hang out with you guys. Yeah, but these quick dives... Yeah, these quick dives. These quick dives. You got to pay for those. Oh, there's, yeah, I mean, of course. There's movie nuts that I'll be posting or uploading soon. So you nice. say movie nuts? Notes. <laughs> That's what I thought he said too. Nets. I said it. Nets. Nets. <laughs> I was gonna be like, oh, that's that's new. 
<laughs> That's new, no, Mike. Movie, cashews? Movie Almonds? I have some movie notes. No, we can't do cashews. Be... I'm allergic. Are you really? Yeah. What else are you allergic to? Just cashews. Okay. I have no allergies. Cashews? Um, I also <laughs> don't wear glasses. Yet. I'm going to start so you're allergic shit to around glasses. you just to see. <laughs> Grass? No. <laughs> so you're allergic to glasses. That's why you're not wearing glasses. Uh, I wear bifocals. Bifocals? You wear spectacles because he's spectacle. Uh, uh, you're allergic <laughs> to pe- the cashews because you're the peanut gallery. I get it. What? I don't know. All right, okay. I was just trying to we connect all these, man. airballed. I think you traveled and Skywalker Mike... Turned it over. Now, yeah, you were LeBron. Now we're I was. Um, I don't even know what that we're talking to about. LeBron? I have no idea. I have no idea. But we're going. We're going to get back to it. So yes, we all went to go see a movie this weekend. We also had a few events that we were a part of this weekend. Yeah. That was. Um, that was. You well, know, we also plan multiple roles. events. It's always busy. We do. Yeah. We're together. We do. I mean, yeah. we're also artists. Um, aside from the podcast, and you know, we're active in the community. Mm-hmm. We're not just artists yeah. that like a lot of cool you know, movie news. Of course, do with the bat. Of course, of course, man. Our our favorite, our favorite superhero news. I think is probably in our favor. I'm gonna just stop. You know, like we were a movie and music podcast, but we're superhero music podcast. (laughs) I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna throw that out because we correlate like eighty percent of the time. Eighty percent of the time is superheroes that you're gonna get into. Okay, wait. So we're talking music or movies first because I'm I kind of want to jump into leap fest. We want yeah yeah. Let's jump into the weekend, man. Let's jump into the weekend before we get into our our movie night. Leap fest happened. On Leap Year, wait, February twenty ninth. Yeah, explain what Leap Fest is. So Leap Fest, it is not a word. Okay, even though a headline, it's not a wordplay like on my album. Or I wanted to throw something on Leap Year because every four years, just it something wasn't a part of your album. Like, well, the thought of it. Listen, man, I didn't want to push that, but you know everything correlates. Well, comes I, together. Thought, I thought, yeah, I thought it was kind of genius to have it with Leap Down and Leap Fest. It just so happened. It just so happened leap. that your boy over here making albums that correlate with festivals. Oh, okay, right. or um, or days. But I'm gonna stop day. gassing Ultimately, you, so keep going. You see how God be working things out, man. Ultimately, no. It, it, originally, I was like, I want to do something on Leap Year. Let's call Leap Fest. I was like, Yo, I have an album called Leap of Faith. I have this song called Leap Down, and perfect. No, you um, correlates. For it sure. all just works together. For sure. We, yeah. We're going to act like he doesn't, but for sure. Go ahead. <laughs> it's your boy. Um, so first off, shout out to y'all for holding me down. Yeah. It went really smooth. Of course. Um, Skywalker Mike held I'm, down the vision stage. One of the smoother events out of this year, of, I think. It mm-hmm. was it was like a legit. very busy night. Throwing festivals is way different than performing and hosting at them. Yeah. Only having a certain job, not being the curator. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what happens behind the scenes, like set times or. Oh, I didn't tell you. I tried to get shut down twice that night. You almost got shut down twice. Yes, hmm. mm. but also it was one of the dudes that works with. He's not the building owner. He works for the building owner. So when he tried to shut me down, I was like, "Who are you?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, well, I work for so and so that owns this building right here." I was like, "Okay, well, who?" Who sent or like who appointed you who to talk you? about this? And he was like, "Well, I'm appointed by the people." And dude was just talking about his, hmm. just interesting, just different things like that. Yeah, that's, very, yeah. um, that's crazy because you never know what's going to happen at a, fest. a food fest across the street too. Yes, so mm-hmm. I'm so glad that worked out. Um, shout out to Samardino Food Fest. So shout out to the Little Gallery. A lot of good food. Um, because the, we the all pupusas that I had there. Fire. Fire. We all um. We all ended up having events on the same day. So Summer Dinner Food, Fest, food Festivals that happened on the 22nd got moved to the 29th because of um, rain. So it kind of worked out because that like day of my food vendors I booked, one of them was stupid late. The other one couldn't make it due to like, due to, like some family stuff. So it kind of just worked out where we can have 
a mm-hmm. one huge community event in downtown. So we kind of like worked off of each other where I was sending people to Food Fest and Food Fest was promoting us and sending people yeah. down our way. Yeah, there was a lot of people coming down the alley, mm-hmm. like I noticed. So Skywalker Stage was like, just, Skywalker Stage was popping because yeah. that's where everybody was entering from, was from that side of the alleyway. Um, and then the little gallery. So I got fortunate of like somebody dropped out of the fest. But then like as soon as that happened, little gallery was like, hey, we actually have an art solution plan for that day. Um, so we already had an event. We yeah. and I wanted to be respectful of them because they pay rent in the alleyway. Yeah, it was really cool. I think what they did, like it was different mm-hmm. um, because they were playing music, but it wasn't like with actual instruments. Like they were just playing off the sounds of like just objects, and then they had like art the band. That, the band that they got was yeah. just playing well, off objects. Well, uh, they're like a band, more like like artist band because they do art. Like so a lot of the art yeah. that was there was theirs, but so, it was incorporated exactly. with the music. Got it. <clears throat> so the instruments they were playing correlated with what they're trying to do. Corona. Uh-huh. Keep going. <laughs> I just drank too much water and I <laughs> laughed while drinking yeah, water. Yeah, keep going. Um, good. <laughs> but all in all, we were able to communicate and work something out where um, a portion of like Mike's stage, I cut out a certain space and time where I told everybody there's a special um, set happening inside the little gallery because they're having an art installation. You should go inside to check it out. So I was able to bring people their way. People that were already at their event came, supported the food vendors, supported the vendors like Culture Fuzz, uh, Masterminds was set up. Future Soul. Future Soul was set up. Uh, event Horizon Productions was set up. And then I had the homie Jay Create and the homie Wet Paint Larry set up as well, as well as all the other artists. Shout out Wet Paint Larry. Wet Paint is a legend, bro. That dude is so freaking dope. Um, and shout out Viva La Boba for... Um, Allow me to use that space. But also, anybody that donated, they got discounts at Viva that night when you got your wristband. So. I feel that. I feel that. What, what would you say was the biggest thing that you learned from uh, from curating a show um, this big? I'm assuming that this is the biggest show that you've curated, it's, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. So what what are some of the takeaways? Um, just being an artist that's curating that kind of show, what are the, some of the things that you learned? Uh, communication is everything. Yeah. No matter how Facts. small the detail may be. Communication is everything. Got to over-communicate. Exactly. You got to be to the point where you're annoying this person because you're making sure everything is down to a T. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like if they're annoyed, they shouldn't even be a part of the fest or any of what you're doing, you know? True. Or if so they're not think, responding, So you like, think yeah. one, of the, one of the more important parts is uh, is the team that's throwing the festival, yeah. like the people well, who are like, so, Yeah, so for example, like I was at ease because I had... Skywalker, Nishan, and Nada holding that one stage. Mm-hmm. And then I was at ease because I had Diesel, myself. We were myself, a well-oiled machine over there. <laughs> you guys that. were, yeah. And me and Nick Gray were holding it down. I had to, like, yeah. even pull Nick from their stage because he was over there just migrating. Cause, <laughs> yeah, you Because that's where all the producers were. He's a producer, so. Well, I, yeah. I, I think that that's a good point. I think, what you know, for anybody who's listening who throws shows or throws a, um, events, like, you have... When you're when you're picking the people to be a part of your event, they need to understand that they are on the back end of this event. Yes. They are the ones that are putting on what needs to get put on mm. and they need to kind of be on call the whole time and make sure that they're in the right place. If they if that isn't communicated to them too well or or if they're not getting paid or if they have no incentive to do that, they're gonna just end up enjoying the event more so than facilitating the yeah. event. And I'm not saying that that's what happened uh, during Leap Fest no, at all. At all. But I think it's a good point. To, I mean, to just kind, kind of, of yeah, because the team themselves, like, of course, they're going to enjoy it. They're not just going to. Well, be I mean, around we, with we operate on. in the local yeah. community, so like, you know, we're not going to act just, like that. We, we have knew all we of these people well, like on payroll. Us, you know, a lot second, of them are it's artists. Second nature now. It's just we're accustomed to this. We have fun while doing it because yeah. we're good at what we do. 
which is like why I'm really happy with like the team. I feel like it's together. more fun because we know what to do. And yeah. it's not like, oh, we're 30 minutes behind. It doesn't minutes feel like a hassle. Events, like, events feel like a are job. definitely more fun the more on time that everything is because yeah. there's no stress, no anxiety of like catching up or anything like mm. that. You actually, the, the, the key is, is that you actually get to enjoy the show if the show's on time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody who's working the show really gets to enjoy the show if the show is on time. Yeah. And I think um, it's just, it's super important for anybody who um, wants to try out putting on events. Cause I think um, since they, they went to Rage with Love, since mm-hmm. they went to Leap Fest, they've been to Ripple Effects, they've been to the Common Ground. So they've seen artists create these events that now everybody wants to create their own event, wants yeah. to do their own thing. And that is all well and good. However, there is a way to do it. And, you usually don't think of everything that you need up until you're missing it for your event. You're like, oh. You know, and then you realize, yeah. okay, for the next one, I got to make sure and have this. Oh, for the next one, I got to have more power yeah. cords. It could be Oh, exactly. for the next one, I got to have an easy up. Like, it's like all these different things that are just super small that you just kind of don't really think about that you overlook when you're at other events yourself. You know, you're not thinking, okay, how many tables do they have here? You know, who's actually set up? Where's the lighting at? Who's doing the door? How's the money going to get collected? Like yeah. all these different things that that yeah. are that are involved with creating an event. Yeah, um, it's it's not easy. You know, it's not easy, and you need a team of people to kind of come together to take certain yeah. roles, even if they're not the best in that role. If they're able to perform the role and it's a low risk, high reward, mm-hmm. then you know, kind of go with yeah. it. If it's a high risk, then you know, you got to you got to make some decisions or else your event can go awry, yeah. you yeah. know, at any yeah. moment. Well, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? One dude I want to point out, like for the whole fest, that's not he's not an artist. He's he doesn't like he doesn't paint. He doesn't gas do him nothing. up. Gas him up. I know he's, you're talking about. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. My boy, David, bro. My boy, David. He, he gets I call David for done. a reason, bro. Yeah, bro. I hit out out David. When D. I see him at a fest or a show, I'm like. It's on. I feel safe. This is going to be a I dope feel safe. show. You know? Every time I see David D. At He's great. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I could, I could be relaxed now. Yeah. I could be safe. No, it's He's, funny. He's going to make sure we're good. I actually hit David before I hit the host. So I, I locked in Skywalker and Diesel. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, hey, bro, putting together a festival. I need a stage runner. Well, yeah. As, yeah. as you do these I had things, done a show with him the night before, too. So And he was on point. Yeah, it was on point. It, it, there, there are so many Always. people that um, that you need in in a team like that. Like you need the Davids, yes. those silent killers that will just come through. You don't got to tell them too much other than what needs to get done for the event, and they handle. They yeah. handle it. They keep you informed. They keep other people informed. They just run it. And there's only a few people that are like that in the community. And just yeah. shout out to David for being bro, a David, real one, bro. David listens. One. David's one of the few people I know that listens genuinely listens to everybody's projects. Everybody mm-hmm. supports everybody's projects. Mm-hmm. Isn't afraid to like tell you how he feels about your shit either. But also like he's just. He just needed in the community, bro. No, my man is empowered every to time tell I you see how him, he feels about it. Because every time I see this dude in the crowd, like during somebody's performance, it's just word for word, it's just coming out of his mouth. Like, oh. how does he know this song so well? And he's always like, the lyrics aren't even out for this. I feel you have the to listen most to it a lot. Comfortable when David's like smiling with his eyes low because I'm just like, he's just in his zone, bro. Yeah. David's just big chilling. Yeah, he killed it. 
So, so shout yeah, out to David. Shout out to David for helping it. make uh, events in the IE run smoothly. Yeah. Super. If you yeah, are he, not utilizing, he'd be David listening to this podcast too. So yeah, shout if, out to you. Shout out to you, David, for sure. And anybody who's throwing an event, if you don't tap in with David, if you don't build a relationship with him, if he don't trust you. I don't trust you. True. And that's yeah. just kind of, that's how it rolls. Because like, he gets along with everybody. That's so. just the way that it is. You know, like they're, like for the ones that know, there's no explanation in that. Y'all know. If he don't trust you, if David doesn't trust somebody, I don't know if you I can roll. I don't know if I can roll. You got to go. You got to leave. So He'll take you um, out himself. He's called the NyQuil narco for a reason. <laughs> bro. Follow that <laughs> so, on Twitter. I, and then lastly, if so if you plan to throw your own shows, invest in two events. Mm-hmm. Invest in your friends and pay your friends, please. One hundred percent. Because it's better off. I'd rather give Skywalker a couple hundred dollars to DJ and run sound for a whole night mm-hmm. than just some random ass dude that I don't know doesn't know his work ethic. Yeah, I'd rather He's pay just my there friends. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just here because I was. Yeah. and like it's okay here. to ask your friends for favors. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask your friends for favors every now and then. Not like. It's different when it's a favor compared to like an expectation of like, that's my boy. He's going to do sound for me for free. Well, you just have to know what you're getting. So it doesn't matter if they're your friend. It doesn't matter if they're your acquaintance, somebody who does it professionally. If they're doing a favor for you, they are not obligated to bend whatever it is that they're doing in order to make what you're trying to do happen without some sort of incentive. Mm-hmm. Now, if they have a relationship with you and they fuck with you, most likely they will. And most likely they will fix something, clutch something out, mm-hmm. plug something in, delay, stall, whatever needs to get done that, that they'll do. However, without providing an incentive and without respecting their craft and what they're bringing to the table, whether it's monetary or whether it's something down the long run or some sort of barter that you guys exchange, then you are subject to your event going however way it can, yeah. it's going to go. You know, you can, you're subject to lateness. You know, there'll be people who are tardy because they're like, well, shit, you're not paying me. Like, I'm going to just get there when I can get there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it like that, but and it's not always uh, of malicious intent. It's just that people have lives too. People yeah. have, you know, you never know what people are going through. They need some sort of, you know, uh, value that's being exchanged here in order to be a part of it. And that includes your friends, the ones that, yeah, they like your music. Yeah, they're bumping your stuff. And you may think as an artist that you're entitled for them to do anything for you when it relates to your artistry. But that's simply not true. Yeah. You know, if you if you come at it with that mindset you're going to be held back you're going to you're going to hold yourself back mm. and your friends aren't really going to be um rocking with you other than oh yeah i heard that song it was dope man keep going you know mm. and that's not really the support that you need if you're trying to take it to the next level yeah. if you're trying to take it to the next level you need to empower your friends to mm-hmm. be to be fans of you you need to empower your friends to look to you and say hey do you have any work that that's going on that i can help with anything that i can you know assist with and then put them in the best position to win and the best position to win sometimes comes with a monetary incentive so i feel you on that and then yeah. plus like even if they're even if your homie is like Hey, bro, you're throwing an event. Let me host for you. Still break your friend off something. Like, even 100%. though they're, vol- you know what I mean? Yeah, even if they're volunteering, like, it just depends. It depends on how it goes. And, like, and then just if you don't end up breaking your friends off, like, really, really, really 
talk to them about how much you appreciate them dedicating yeah. their time without getting anything. In I think return. we all make it like pretty known. Like me and you go back and forth pretty often. Like I appreciate you. Like, for sure. Dope, I mean, yeah, we, we know like, that we there's all... love here in the, with the Soundflake boys, yeah. but I'm still going to pay my guys if yeah. they're a part of what's going on. Like that's yeah. just, that's just the way that it's going to be. Given. And I feel good paying them and I feel good getting paid from them. You know what I mean? I'd rather accept that than to accept it from somewhere else or try and negotiate something or try and make someone see my value. Nah, they know my value and I know theirs. So so we run it. And then you again, know? like bartering, bartering is never like a bad thing either because... Always. You know, because mm-hmm. bartering no matter system what, is, is what makes this whole thing go around. Yeah. I think I just exchanged one for like a hosting event for like free sound. So like there it is, you easy. know, I'll, I'll gladly do, I'll gladly host your event. If you're about to send me a pack of beats, <laughs> you know, for me to use. Hell yeah. yeah. That okay. Sounds like good yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. host your event. But four yeah. hours. Okay. Yeah. Four songs. I'll gladly host Skywalker's event for a free cake. Please. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. Any Jeez. pastry. Any pastry. Skywalker's Skywalker. about to whip up. Yes. <laughs> Say no more. About to put portals out of business. Say no more. I'm there. Portals, sheesh. Portals is fire. Hey but, man, that, um, that's a big step, bro. That, portals is super that, fire. <laughs> oh shit. That back to Leaf <laughs> Fest. Potato balls. Back to back to Leaf Fest real quick. Uh, we did uh, film and record a live podcast. <laughs> Our first live podcast. Yeah. Oh first man, off, that first was off. crazy. First Shadow Jam came. Yeah. Uh, Shout out Jam yes. Cam. Shout out per Jam usual. Cam and Productive Culture for their setup, their live setup to yeah. film us outside. We were outside. We were able to get the power and the cameras and the angles and yeah. the mics and everything all set up. So shout out Productive yeah. Culture for that. Yeah, most likely the episode, um, it'll be up uh, sometime this month, most likely. Um, that was really fun, man. Yeah. It was and, super uh, fun. We, um, yeah, it'll probably just be on we YouTube. We had a lot of people so that weren't even there for the festival that were just going only. to Viva mm-hmm. that were feeling some type of way. I'm excited. You I actually got it. going to be on YouTube, right? Yeah, probably <clears throat> just on YouTube. Um, cool. We'll probably talk about it and see if we want it on audio, but we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I actually got a message from somebody during the podcast. They were like, hey, I was just walking by and I heard you guys doing a podcast. I was like, who is this? Like, Really? And That's then she awesome. was like, she's like, I'm a, I think she said she's a media. I can't. I, I'm probably botching it, but um, she was she goes to I think CSUSB for like media or like mm. stuff like that. She was like, I thought that was really cool. It's cool to see people doing stuff like this out here. Awesome. And I was like, I mean, yeah, like that's cool. So, and we just kind of talked about podcasts a little mm-hmm. bit in general mm-hmm. after that. So it was cool that somebody just walked by and heard us and looked us up and was that like, is, oh, I think that's, was I think that? that's the beauty yeah, of it bro, though that it's makes like, it count yeah. that makes it count right yeah. then and even there. the crowd interaction was not only that but perfect. we had people that we don't did have good listen to the pod yes that were engaged they were like yo like I'm about to follow this podcast mm-hmm. now like yeah we just gotta have a professional uh, we gotta get David to come through and control the mic <laughs> hey he was there on where <laughs> I know, on where the mic was going because the mic we have to coordinate it or just put it like a spot but given that it was our first even that like I think for a little bit it got Kind of Shout out it. to Cam and Nicholas Gray for for helping keep the content yeah. going with, oh, God. with passing the mics. You know, those dudes can argue all day. <laughs> yeah, and no, it was great. It was great. We had like a kind of battle of the sexes kind of thing going when we were talking about yeah. first dates and what is the ideal first date and whether a movie is an ideal first mm. date. We're not going to get back into the argument yeah, right nah, now, nah. but you can watch definitely episode, check out. Yeah, yeah, watch the episode. You can find It'll out the answer. Out. It's juicy. It's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just fun. a great live episode, man. I yeah, can't looking, wait till we looking forward. To I can't more. wait for us yeah, to play Keanu. More. When we play Keanu, it's going up. Oh yeah, that's that's gonna be a game that's coming soon, y'all. Y'all, it's gonna be wonderful. Um, <laughs> 
It's going to be a wonderful time at our live pods. We're going to be coming up with more games too. Um, Keanu and, and a few other ones that we're going to kind of, you know, try out and see if we can make our staple. And who knows, man, we might end up taking this pot on tour, bro. Yeah. It will be, it'll be a lit. sound flick tour where Mike's DJing. We do sets and oh, like yeah. in between we and do we pod? Live pod. What we're going to have to Easy. do is we're going to do sound flick live pods. And then after we're always going to have after party where it's just us. I like Easy. That. I like that. With jam cam sets in the middle. Easy. Mm, I like that a lot. Easy. I like that too. With the local artists who are easy. Yeah. And like actors. And <laughs> actors and actresses. Yeah. Oh, you get, pod, we get, we you get, pod and now. <laughs> we getting real Hollywood in there. And then yeah, we fast forward one weekend, right, guys? Yes. And then we go to the movies together and we watch. Onward. I, I've been stoked for this movie. You shout have out, been stoked. Shout, for out, shout out Chris Bat. I also have been um, stoked. It for kind of exceeded my expectations as I far as like the attention to detail. Before we get into that, I feel like did you guys feel like that the movie was really promoted? I feel like I didn't see it was for a while, really and then like they just dropped off on promotion. I was like, "What the heck?" Um, I saw. Mo- I I stay on YouTube, mm-hmm. so most of the promo I thought it was promoted because it was it was all YouTube. Mm. Whether it be Pixar posting the trailer or it's just literally Pixar, literally what they were doing is posting snippets on their YouTube channel. At least mm. they might have been day. trying like a different method, but I feel like to have two huge actors like Chris, uh, Chris Pratt, Chris yeah. Pratt, Chris Pratt yeah. and, Tom and Tom Holland to have them voice, you know, a Pixar movie, which a lot of Pixar movies don't have famous people voicing them, mm. you know, like they don't, like other than, uh, of course, you got Tom Hanks and Toy you know, Story, and, Toy yeah. Story and things like that. But, yeah. but majority Tim of Allen. them, you know, the main actors, you don't really know who they are. They may have mm. a supporting character like Samuel Jackson as Frozone or like, <laughs> you know, like a, a few other Funny. ones that you could probably tell. Before um, we jump into the film, mm-hmm. what did you go apeshit about right before the movie started? Oh, we're going we're, we're, oh, to walk. No, no, you can't told, forget. You can't forget. Well, good thing you that brought was, it up. That was one of the most incredible things I, No, it's because the movie what? really like, like took me in. Like I love the movie so much to the point where I forgot about the, the, the start. Okay, so just to walk y'all through this, Soundflick boys, <laughs> we came through, went to Regency Fontana to go watch our movie. Shout out Regency Fontana. They're an amazing movie theater, um, family run, family owned, and they have dollar fifty hot dogs. It's a, it's wonderful, wonderful, sure. great place to go watch a movie. Um, I just want to notate that I walked out and came in as it started because I forgot to put mustard on my hot dog and Norik laughed at me. I oh, did yeah. laugh at him because he left the literally movie. when the lights were going low. Like, fam, what are you doing? Because I like, put my hot dog, I was like, shit, I forgot to put mustard on my hot dog. I'll be right back. And he was like, crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Nah. So um, they should have a, a whatchamacallit, condiments near the doors. <sighs> That's just a side note, though. Anyway, anyway, sounds very coronavirus y. Yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> anyway, um, so we walk into the theater, right? We're 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 like the only adults that are in there that don't have kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so we went in there, three of us, you know, the homies, and uh, and we're watching. We're you know the, the trailers are going, and then the lights go low, and the movie's about to start, and. You start seeing a familiar color. Oh, I would yeah. say familiar colors well, start coming in where it's like, wait a minute, I've is this a is this a show? And then a, fa- a and then a familiar face pops up with donut ears, and it is none other than Homer Simpson. Yeah, Mickey Mouse donut donut ears. And <laughs> at this moment, I was like, oh, this is a crazy flex because Disney owns the Simpsons, mm-hmm. so they can do whatever intro they want. 
Mm-hmm. I and thought it was it just better. like I thought it was just like I oh, thought it was that's just gonna cool. be that. Yes, I, I thought it was like, just gonna be Homer that, with that the donuts. Cool. He'll eat the donut, whatever. Fine, but bro, nah. I was not expecting they're, them. They're taking Disney shorts to another level to make a Simpsons Disney short. short. Yeah, wow. I totally I, forgot there were shorts though at the beginning. Also want to note. Also want to so notate. Like, oh, I didn't forget at that. this. Point, I just didn't think it was gonna be the Simpsons. I yeah, thought it was gonna be yeah. some brand new. Short. I like, thought it was like one of those movie things like turn your cell phone off. And that, then, that's another thing. Yeah. I thought that's what it was going to be. Nah. I totally felt that. And and as we're watching, we're just getting further, further into disbelief over what's going on right here. We are watching a brand new Simpsons episode, technically short with amazing animation. And there's no sound. To it, so we're just watching this story. No unfold. dialogue. No, no dialogue. dialogue. Yeah, no dialogue. I should say there is sound, but no dialogue. And we're watching a Disney version of The Simpsons, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. for the very first time. Yep. And what better way but to introduce the origin of Maggie Maggie's getting bro, getting her bow yep. in in her in her hair and you don't know that if you haven't watched onward when you listen to this episode you don't know that that's happening so part of i'm sorry to to uh spoil it but part of the thrill was us figuring out what is happening in this yes. short like was the point yeah and i think skywalker mike called it kind of like well like we were we were kind of loud in the theater because we were tripping out at, at what i think was everybody else was like oh that's cool yeah like, we no, were the, like the kids didn't care they we were looking care. at each other they like, didn't what? give a shit, bro. Yeah, we were like, hold on. Are they really doing this? Like, is this the flex right now? Like, yeah. This is crazy. They've yeah. taken this property that has been on the air for 30 years, and they just made a short right before the their no biggest dialogue, like, Pixar the, movie. The, the story it told with none of that, it being turning out, like, at the end, it's an origin story. Like, it's technically a prequel. It just kind of... Yeah. I, I feel like it, it caters to how fire Disney is, that they found... One thing, one small thing. Her that freaking we, bow. That dude. we've never had a story about, never yeah. thought to have a yeah, story I, about. I'm pretty sure one of the Disney writers was like, hey, I've always had this idea. And they're like, oh, let's do it. And they're just so good at that. They're so good at pinpointing a one small thing and creating a whole story about it. You know? I'm also curious as if like they started building this story and they're like, what if we add it in? And then like it came later, but still. Yeah, I have even no if idea. that even if that's the case, that's still fire as hell for it to be technically a prequel. I'm super curious on whether there's like a department in Disney for The Simpsons. Oh, easy. Yeah, I think they're building that now, and that, that probably could have been a test of things that are coming. You know, more shorts they're, on Disney Plus. There's a lot of shorts. There's a lot of uh, Pixar shorts. There's a Ask Forky a question. Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of Toy Story shorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um that would come out on the Blu-rays or come yeah, out on yeah. DVDs. There's a lot of Marvel shorts, you know, stuff like that. So it's like I could see a Simpsons short happening mm-hmm. with just like little stories here and there. Another thing that I think threw us off was that the animation was so different. But the animation is obviously iconic Slightly, for the yeah. for the Simpsons, but you're used to seeing a Pixar-esque short. Yeah. Before a Pixar movie. Yeah. So to see a completely different animation mm. short into yes. this other animated movie, I thought was kind of jarring for our Pixar experience. Mm. And this just this just opens the floodgates yeah. to anything. Literally, Disney can do any type of short that they want to Literally. now. Literally. And tell a story. It doesn't have to be a one-off. 
You know, they can do like something like how they did. Uh, what was that one? The paper, the fly, the flying, uh, yeah, the paper plane about. one, yeah. or like Bow, where they did the dumplings and the kid and everything mm-hmm. like that. that but now good. they can just do a short that ties into the actual lore of whatever it is that we're seeing. Yeah, you can start seeing Star Wars shorts before movies. Mm. We can see a baby Yoda. You know, short. we can see a baby Yoda short. Mm. We can see um, any TV show really, and it would bring us back to say. Hey, yeah, we gotta watch. We gotta watch the the Disney Plus also yeah. because these different things are coming out. So I thought that was pretty crazy, and that was all before we even saw the movie. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, the movie once it started, like, yeah, it was so cool. It, had, it started off with like magic, prehistoric times before all the technology was like in a whole different universe where there's like monsters. Yeah, and, how'd you think? How'd you feel about how they kind of because they basically talked about our evolution. Without yeah. without as, magic, you yeah. know what I mean? But like just with us as humans, mm-hmm. instead it was like elves and all these other yeah. mythological and then creatures. Like, as time went on, magic got lost and stuff like that. So like I thought it was really cool that it was it felt off the bat like Dungeons and Dragons. I, I mentioned that and mm-hmm. um I told I, Mike it would have been dope if like how we do Dungeons and Dragons, they would have had like dogs in basements. <laughs> oh yeah, like something you that was just that to me, got man. it, got it, yeah. and it would be like a like a human version, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, basically, they're the in in the movie too. Like, um, I forget the brother's name, the the dude who plays Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. or the Chris Chris Pratt plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he his it's character. Bart. No, it's, it's like not bar some bar, some with a B. No barley, barley. Yeah, yeah, it's barley. barley. And uh, he's playing Dungeons and Dragons in the house. He's like in the middle of a campaign. So Dungeons and Dragons to them is more of their history. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool that Dungeons and Dragons was a real thing in their universe. I it mean, wasn't just a game. You can make a case for our universe as well. well yeah, but best. but like they actually had to do with magic yeah. and stuff like that. They like, have a little dragon running around so they know the dragons yeah. did exist. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... I thought that was really unicorns cool. Unicorns eating out the trash. Yeah, they were all majestic at first. It was like a unicorn Pegasus at first, and yeah, then they turned fast into, forward. They're rodents. They're all the freaking Reno Valley donkeys. Mobile donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just loved it. I just really loved like the lore of. I think this, they did t- like. The I think one thing that got me fantasy was the um, the cop. He drove a Bronco. You told me you're like he he drives a Bronco, and I was like. Oh, because he's part Bronco. Bronco. He's part, part horse. He's like, like, like a centaur. A, thing. Centaur. Minotaur. Minotaur. There you go. I think Minotaur is Centaur is opposite. Horns. No. Cine- uh, centaur is human is... body. Or human top half. No. Opposite. It's a it's... beast top half and then human body. Oh, really? Bottom. Yeah. That's a, cin- that's a centaur. And a minotaur is that dude. What we saw in the movie. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like horse half horse half human type thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, I liked the movie. I liked how um, the movie didn't really have like a, like an antagonist. You know, there wasn't like a villain in the movie. It was like them kind of going oh, against that themselves. Is, that is very true. Technically, time was the antagonist. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. The thing that they were fighting against was time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Time with their father who. Um, was only half brought back, um, which I, I I noted to sincere again. Disney is playing into their trope of only having one parent, 
um, in yes. their movies where like, you know, even though that the dad was kind of around, he died of a sickness. So yeah. he, it was still a single parent type of movie yeah. while they while they go into it. The only movie that I've seen Toy Story both, 4. both parents. No. Yeah, Toy Story 4. They showed the dad in Toy Story 4? Uh, and the mom. Bonnie's mom Bonnie's and dad, they, they're in the RV together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonnie's parents. Yes. That, and I was also going to say... Um, the Incredibles? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to say The Incredibles, but yeah, I guess The, the Incredibles falls into that category. Um, what the fuck? What was I, I going to say? Um, who were... What's the most recent before Onward? What was the Pixar movie that was before Onward? Damn. Oh, um, sorry. It's it's not that, but Inside Out. Inside Out is another one yeah. that has both parents. I still um, haven't seen hey, Inside Out. I was Bro, a- you need to watch it, man. That's it's, like it's one of, that's the rendition. one Pixar movie that I like. I'm a You know, the reason I watched Inside Out is because the vo- Phyllis from the office is the voice of sadness. And as, as soon as I saw the trailer, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I need to watch this movie. As yeah. soon as I got Disney Plus, I watched it. It's fire. It is fire. It's a it's a good oh, movie. It's on it, Plus. Yeah, they it's just very um not going to dive into it, but it's just very well thought out when it comes to the mind. It's like a very digestible way to view mm. the mind and how memories are created and how yeah. emotions are used. That's Even cool. though it's kind of an kid, it's just like it's running water. Like, it's very you know, just. It's like whoa, if our mind actually kind of works like that, like that's that's kind of interesting. Like yeah. how you hold on to memories, how memories are like the core part of your being, and how right. they're fleeting, and like where that goes. And right, it's dope. So definitely check it out. Yeah, but onward. That. Onward, I thought was really cool. This was like uh, Disney's kind of first attempt into magic, um, or Pixar's first attempt into magic. Mm-hmm. I would say. I think they did a really good job of it. I think so too. I think so too. Um, considering that they that the entity itself has so many different versions of magic, I like how they stuck to the classic. You know, the Merlin. The yeah. very the mythical sword in the stone. Type of, yeah. Yes, they kind of stayed with that kind of classic mm. uh, fairy tale, which I think is like the Disney magic. I think that when you think of magic, you kind of think of Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter would have been perfect with Disney, but mm. like J.K. Rowling didn't want that. Yeah, um, but smart woman. Totally, totally. <laughs> you know, I mean, you make billions on your own. You know, but that type of magic um, is kind of alluding to what Disney likes to do with their magic, and I thought that was pretty cool. And just having the brothers. Kind of bond, yeah. You know, they've already had Those sister really cool. movies with Frozen, so to Nothing have the brothers bond, I teared up a little bit when Ooh, he was man. going through his checklist, his mm. to do list, what he wants to do with his dad. Mm. Oh, that's Reali- not the part that I realized. That's not the part realized that I he did all up. that with his brother, and his brother is basically his father figure. Wait, which part? Bro, I feel like everybody in the theater teared up, like at the end when he's like looking through the rocks. At yeah, his bro. dad, but he's not. I thought that was so sad that like, he didn't even get to meet. He didn't his even dad. get to meet him, bro. I was like, spoiler alert. Sorry. Didn't even get to I me. asked Bruh. him what his wizard name would be. <laughs> yeah, it was trash. It, and it, trash I thought it was also kind of heartfelt that the other brother got yeah. another memory. Nobody ever talks about that. A lot of people yeah. give that. That's what was brilliant about the movie. A lot of people, um, they are always, you know, oh, you know, I wish you could have met him. You know, you're just like him. Everybody feels bad for the kid that didn't. Get, get to, to meet, meet the parent, but in all actuality, but he has in reality, no actual feeling because he exactly. Never met him. There's only an emptiness based off of a perception that you see of other people who yes. have a, a father. Exactly. But if you've never had one before, you're not going to know really how to react yeah. um, with that. But you here, you have an older brother that is now f- he's been around when when it got bad. He didn't go say bye 
when well, yeah, not only that, to, like yeah. he's he's been around when yeah. it got bad, and he had to cope yeah. and figure out how to be strong for his little brother to make it seem like none of that affected him. Yeah. yeah, there is a there is a part when Barley was talking to Ian on the Cheeto raft, and he was telling him one of the last memories was the was seeing him like with all those tubes and I just hear a little kid saying man this movie is so sad oh yeah <laughs> yo that, that little kid in front of us was, was trolling funny, like, that was funny that was, that was like, funny even the kids know man yeah, they're aware they now they're like nah I don't, I don't think I really want to feel this way when I'm watching the movie <laughs> but yeah you know it was just so yeah, interesting for them uh, to explore that dynamic instead of because that could have gone untouched yeah. You know, and and I think when you do touch on it, you tap into that's the best thing about Disney movies is that they tap into a type of person that is kind of marginalized in the grand scheme of things when it comes to love and family, like whether it's sisterhood or brotherhood, it's in a different way. Like, how do you feel as a brother having to take care of your little brother yeah. and be the man of the house when you aren't prepared for that? Yeah. And simultaneously, your little brother has valid feelings towards not receiving the yeah. type of uh, parental love that he thinks that he should or the type of guidance, you know? And it's like, uh, those, yeah, it was just, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to, to be able to touch on those things. And I, I like how they executed the movie. Um, they didn't put too much. It wasn't too little. It was pretty much like well-paced. Yeah. Um, and all of the bases were pretty much covered for, for it. I don't think that there'll be a sequel. No, um, I don't no. think that there's a need for a sequel. I think Not everything pretty got, I mean, pretty I got, can see one, up. but yeah. I'd, I'd want a TV show. I don't need a, I don't need a movie. If nah, you're gonna, if you're gonna Chris continue, Chris and Tom Holland, they're not gonna do a TV show. That's true. Uh, they could. Well, they do a Disney Plus show if it was they, like six yeah, episodes. they could, but I just don't see it happening. I I see a part two happening. They'd rather, I think they'd rather go full fledged part two than six episodes. What would they do part two? Just a brand new quest, just some brand new brand new quest. That That's Dungeons found. and Dragons, bro. Every quest you can just make it up as you go. You know, so not only that, but like that's kind of like the cheat code of the whole they movie. Need to they bring just in made it up person. as they went. Oh, yeah. They'll probably bring in a girl that he likes. That's what they do. Mm. Bring in a girl that he likes, and then they all go on to the adventure. Yeah. She kind of either believes in magic. It'll either be a narrative where she believes it a lot, and like they bond on that, or she doesn't believe it, and it's because her parents got hurt by it at a time, yeah, or like something wild, and like yeah, he has to something. show her that not all magic is bad magic; it's good magic too. Plot twist: Her parents died, and when the dragon became the high school, or the high school became the dragon, <laughs> or some some Batman versus some Batman oh, or Superman shit. type shit. It was all his fault. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. It was a good outing with you guys, and uh, yeah, it was fun. I'm really yeah. bummed you didn't like those cookies. I'd probably go watch it again. I'm bummed yeah, those what, cookies were good entire. replay va- Yeah, the cookies replay were trash. Value. It's okay. Um, what, have, it's okay. What, do you, it. what do you guys rate the movie? I'd probably give it a 9. As a Pixar movie, I'll give it like an 8.5. Okay. As a family movie, a 10. Okay. As a, as a family movie, I give it um, I give it an 8.5 as a family movie. Um, only reason is just because like magic is kind of like overplayed. You know, but I think that the story really makes I don't know. up. I love for, magic. Like I think the I like it too. they'll I'm, do it. Like I think they can do it any way, and I, I'll probably go watch it. The, but that's why I'm not it. rating it all the same because I've seen it so many different times that there's other ways that I like how my magic is. You know, you and know what you know what this movie reminded me of. It reminded me of Bright a little bit. Yes, 
Yeah. It was like an animated version of Bray. All you needed was Will Smith in there. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. I think the lore of them, like, bring back using everybody's powers so, like, commonly for, like, good as far as, like, what was the the chick's name? The... the Man, the the Minotaur, no, not oh, Minotaur, the um, Man- Mantalor, the Mantalor, Mant- like the Mantalor, even the pixies starting to fly. I don't know if that's what it's called, Manticore. And, you that's know what, what I mean? Like just stuff like that, like Manticore. them causing this domino effect throughout their journey of, yo, I can actually fly, or yo, mm-hmm. like I don't have to like. Well, I what can, they I can did, the pixies what they are did, gonna get a short for sure. Oh, easy, yeah. they're gonna get a short in the beginning of. Uh, the movie they're talking about how magic slowly faded away, but they slowly brought it back with yeah. the pixies, mm-hmm. um, with the, um, I just said the Manticore. I mean, they they revived the school, man. <laughs> like they yeah. they put the whole school back, so people know the magic. He was doing a show and tell yeah. with. Magic, I mean, they were you know? fighting a dragon yeah. across the street. So. Yeah. Yeah. After- Loki, <laughs> what was fire though was when was when he committed to fighting the dragon, bro. And he was using all the spells at once. He went Harry Potter mode. Bro. When oh, he hit bro. that arcane lightning, I was like, let's go. I think the best part <laughs> was when he had the splinter. Oh, and then he grew it. And big. then he grew it back into the staff. Swag. I was, that was like, super swag, bro. Easy. I was like, okay. All right. He's in the game. And now you got a staff that can grow. And yeah. it, or when it the, started to have the curve, but not the curve totally. Or you when know? the mom throws a sword and he uses the staff. Oh, too. the mom was with the shits all day. All day. She hopped in the car. She was like, oh, my boys are gone? Word. Let me get these keys real quick on it. Oh, this sword is gigantic? You, you yeah, know I'm what with, I, what <laughs> I wanted that. to see more of? I wanted to see flashbacks of the dad using magic or fighting. Like That would have been pretty cool. Which can also be the sequel. It could be like a prequel like to how the dad was. True. Also, I pointed out that the dude in the Mexican restaurant in the beginning was Onward. Walter Bellarama. What? Oh, was it? Fez. Oh. it was Fez. Oh, okay. It kind of did look like him. Now that I think about it, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. But all in all, I, put it no for onward. I'm really, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I think it was good. As far as Pixar movies are concerned, I, I probably put it in the top half of. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to rate all of the Pixar movies. Yeah, like, yeah. but I definitely put it in the top half portion. We should have a Pixar episode. I feel like it's, uh, Bro, I feel like it's gonna be a two hour. That's a two hour pod. Easy. I feel like it's a very underrated. This is gonna be one of those underrated Pixar films, kind of like Inside Out. This is one of those yeah. underrated. Yeah. It's really it's good movie. Goes under the under the radar. Under the radar. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not mainstream. Or again, it, probably the promo isn't the same as it would have been for Toy Story Four, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even for Toy Story Four, the promo wasn't like that crazy. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. And then we got uh, the next Pixar movie that's going to be coming out is uh, Soul. Yeah. And that is starring That Jamie trailer Fox. was fire, too. Yeah, I, I need to see more. I need to see a little bit more. I'm interested, though. I'm definitely interested. I think that the music for Soul is obviously going to be probably one of the best soundtracks that Disney produces. One of my favorite places Jamie to Fox eat at Disney is R&B. in that New Orleans spot where they have, like, the live the jazz music. kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The New Orleans spot. Or no, I'm talking about the one by Haunted Mansion that's inside the park. It's basically Jazz Kitchen also. But just, yeah. But with less items. That general area because trying get, to hit you, Louisiana you the, so I can eat some food. Loki, we can go to Mardi Gras one year. I'm just saying. Yeah. They probably won't have it this year. I mean, I'm down to go to Louisiana at I heard Mardi Gras time to go eat. It's like coronavirus epicenter because people will be sleeping together <laughs> on the street. It would just be hella musty. People would be hella drunk. Like, I heard there's, like, Probably. no limits to what happens it's, there. It's a party that you've never... 
He'd probably get sick anyways, like even if before. it wasn't for the virus. And, and, it, and in all honesty, it's not even the big thing. It's it's a copy of the actual yeah. party that yeah. that goes on. You yeah. know? It's so, just kind of like the Americanized, like, let's Americanized just get version. drunk. Same thing with St. Patrick's Day. So let's it's a little drunk. bit more sloppier, I would say, than any of the other like carnivals. Yeah. Even Oktoberfest like, in America is different than... Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah let's... Uh, another movie that we caught, or not all of us caught, but... I, I caught it. I believe I caught it as well. Are you guys going to get into it? All right. Yeah. The Invisible Man. I'm really happy with the movie. The Invisible Man. Is I just want to say, shout out Cal Poly. A lot of people. Because um, old girl from the movie was from Cal Poly. Broncos. Hey, Broncos. Let's, a, let's a go. A lot of people. Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. You ruined it. Uh, I'm no, sorry. Damn okay. it, Sincere. No, a lot of it people happens. were telling me that this is like a reboot, but... I, like not really It's just a movie That was made before Called The Invisible Man But The one with Kevin Bacon right I don't know I just heard That people were talking. Who got Bacon <laughs> I don't Have think it's Kevin one? I think it's older than that Like It's like it a Super like, super classic like, Original one then Pretty much the In the old movie He accidentally Becomes invisible And like He's trying to Be seen Be like Go back to normal But he's actually A nice guy in that mm-hmm. movie He's not a horror Or anything but this one is kind of like a horror psychological thriller type of thing where it starts off with this uh, chick trying to run away from her abusive husband in like this crazy mansion that he has. So she has to like shut down the security. She has to like drug him to go to sleep. And like the whole time, like he knows kind of what's happening, but he just kind of let it happen. So she goes down to his basement to go, like, turn off the security. And, like, I guess that's kind of, like, the moment. It kind of looks like Tony Stark's garage where, like, she's walking through yeah. it with all these different different equipment with his main setup. And he has and then walks through this one room. Tony where, Stark-esque suit that you can't see. Yeah, yet. and the suit is literally, you you see from afar. So you you, you don't hear see, sounds and you're like, what is it? Yeah, at you first, don't see the full suit to the, towards the end of the movie. At first, I thought it was, like a monster that he had like like caged up or something and then later like when she turned to security like it got free or something no for me I knew right as soon as I saw like the mannequin I was like it's a suit that's how he's invisible mm. but I thought like he was just wearing it but fake well so literally how it panned or out is then, what I thought yeah. like what I thought was um, it was an actual invisible man that he had like Shackled mm, up, he, and then he tested that, on somebody. Yeah, that's, and then when sense. she like uh, deactivated the security, that he, I thought it was somebody that was stalking her because that she freed him or something. Yeah, you know that's so what he kind of just became attracted to. It, yeah. it makes sense. But at, at the, the end of the wonders, day, man. yeah, at the end of the day, it was uh, something else. It was actually way crazier than than I thought. It so I just want to say it was my favorite Bloomhouse film. Yeah, um, I think it's a lot of people's. There's not a lot of amazing Blumhouse movies. I'm I like Blumhouse, though. As to so. how Blumhouse has their uh, maze every year at Universal Studios. So I'm curious as uh, as to how they're going to implement this movie in that. Because, like, um, like you could mm, go through maybe things not like Truth in There or, like, Unfriended or movies like that. Where you walk through it and those types of things happen. So I, I don't know. I can't see this one only because... You know, it's called The Invisible Man, so it's kind of hard. You walk to... through and there's nothing there. You're like, fuck, they're invisible. <laughs> nah, they'll probably do it for their upcoming movie, The Hunt. They'll probably do a maze for That's that. That's going to be fire. It's yeah. basically like a Hunger Games, but like it seems way yeah, more it's like... it's a super gory battle royale, supposedly. 
Yeah. I've been seeing trailers for it. But yeah. still, um, just... Invisible Man, so again, it was my favorite Blumhouse film. But again, like I mentioned to you, there's there's certain things that they didn't really like. Blumhouse is known for throwing random crap into movies that really hmm. don't pertain to the story at all. Like the main um, the main character, she's an architect. Like she went to Cal Poly for architecture. The reason you know that is because she's wearing her freaking Cal Poly hoodie the whole movie. This is mm-hmm. Cal Poly architecture. Um, so I was hoping it played in some way, like whether it be like she created his mansion or they met because she was working on buildings because dude was like a Tony Stark-esque, like ran like security systems and was well, like a greater How did sense. they meet? Did they, they, I think they mentioned it. They said they met at a party. That was it. So I'm just like, that's just kind of just like a, uh, they met at a party. That's it. Like I was hoping like, oh, oh, I need an architect to build my multi-billion dollar home on this I mean, maybe huge piece of land. Probably what it was. But I mean, they didn't mention it. I mean, they mentioned she was an architect because she went to a job interview, but she collapsed because she was drugged the night before. By the same drugs that she used to drug her uh, baby boy? Yeah. But yeah, again, that part was later insane. on in the movie, she just finds out that it's a, uh, it's a suit. But that's because for some reason... She has a Lyft driver like take her like a few hours from where she's staying <laughs> over to that dude's house. And the freaking Lyft driver stays there the whole time. But still. I thought um, she, she was going to go back to the car and the Lyft driver was going to be dead. Yeah. That dude's just safe. Just big chilling. <laughs> he, there's no no Lyft driver that's like, sure, I'll wait. I, I, Unless you pay him. Yeah, people have asked me, will you wait? I said, yes, I will wait. I will not turn this meter. I'll just wait right here. I've done that. Oh, okay. Makes yeah. sense. You're the real MVP, Scott Walker. Hey, it's money. You pay me. <laughs> Has Harry done the lift? And then people are like, can you stop by Taco Bell real quick? Yeah. A few times. Do they buy you food? They always offer me, but I'm always like, nah, I'm good. Only because it's like, uh, I feel weird. Matter of fact. there's There has been one time some dude, I picked him up from like the hospital. And he wanted to go to Starbucks. And he was like so like. He was insisting so much, like, come on, man, just order something. I was like, all right, just give me some, just give me whatever. water. Just give me whatever like almond milk type thing you can give me. And yeah, he was cool. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of cool people you can pick up on left. I haven't done it in a while, but <laughs> in that movie, he picked up uh some was what everybody thought she was crazy because like she's shouting. There's like somebody Again, in the, the, there's somebody in the room and everybody's like, What the fuck are you talking kinda about? Kind of like I feel like if that would happen to me, I'd be like, yo, that that shouldn't be there. Like, that looks like somebody's sitting there. Let me check this out. Like, I would, I feel like me as a person, well, I could just be weird. You can't really notice. Like, they legit can be an invisible person right there. And we would, how are we going to notice? How are we going to know? Well, like, there's obvious stuff happening that could have been like. Nah, I don't know about that. Well, obviously you did that. <laughs> That's a ghost. Obviously you did that. <laughs> there's a difference between a ghost and an invisible man. It's a clear chair, sir. <laughs> Sorry, but all in all, someone um, clear isn't sitting in it. (laughs) Damn, that's a bar. It's an invisible chair. (laughs) But all in all, I I gave I only gave it um a seven. Yeah, probably like a six or a seven. I gave it seven, but also again, I just want to emphasize that it's my favorite. There's some pretty crazy parts. There's a part where she finds out. So all your other Blumhouse films should be below a seven. Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah, I would say that too. <laughs> but I still like a lot of them. Ouch. Just like, just okay. the way they're done. All right. Okay. I feel like I just I like mean, tidbits of like. If you can films. think of a Blumhouse movie off the top of your head. Can't. No. The Purge. That's a Blumhouse movie. Is it really? oh, I, oh, I like The Purge. 
Yeah, but it's the, not like the first purge. No, 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 no. It's no. not crazy. No, no. The, the first, first purge is cool. Yeah, the first one. I probably well, give it. Film? Really? I would probably give that one a seven, but nothing higher. Than I'm that. there with it. The yeah. first purge had Ethan Hunt. That's crazy. Yeah, Ethan Hunt. Ethan sorry, Hawk. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, and Ethan he Hunt actually played Cruise. like a good guy that would be going through the purge. Yeah, like, yeah. I could picture him going through that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was cool. So yeah, like they make a lot of like kind of obscure movies. Like they're on a similar path. Of psychological horror, like as A twenty four films or Everybody's uh, getting Jordan on board. Jordan Everybody. Peele, everyone's getting on board. So, I think they kind of helped Jordan Peele a little bit with uh, Get Out or Us. It was one of the two, but they they weren't like full on board. They just kind of helped him out. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm still Dope. looking forward to seeing more Blumhouse movies. Shout good out or to bad. Blumhouse. Probably their worst one is Truth or Dare. Hmm. I'm sure that I still kind of liked it, but yeah. it was terrible. I mean, one of these days we'll go through like a marathon, and we, we might do a Blumhouse exclusive pod. But oh yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll um, that. but that's dope. That's dope. I'm glad you guys enjoyed the movie. Um, I'll probably catch it whenever I can Just catch it. Catch it on a or Tuesday, dog. You'll yeah, be good. I wasn't super, super, super thrilled to go see it, but that's oh, yeah. just not really my bag. I went anyway, to the I went so. to the Regal. On like a Monday, and I had like a five dollar reward. My tickets were only yeah, like six I think bucks. It, nice. I think if it wasn't a Blumhouse movie, I wouldn't have gone to see it right away. Got it. I probably would have waited, but because it's like, oh, these guys. Hey, you know, some brands, some some brands like production brands, they're just it's too good of yeah. a brand where it's like, yo, I'm gonna watch anything. Yeah. You put out. I mean, Pixar's in the same boat when you really yeah. think about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, anything Pixar puts out, you know, is of a certain quality and of yeah. a certain look, so you're gonna rock with it. Same thing with Blumhouse. Same thing with A24. You know, it's A24, right? Yeah, A24 yeah, yeah. too. So. And, uh, um, you know, all these other ones that, that are kind of going around. But that's dope, man. Um, just to, let's see, we have trailers. Oh, did you guys see the Black Widow trailer? Yeah. You actually just the watched final, it yeah. The final yeah. Black Widow trailer. I am so happy I, that they came out with this trailer because I almost prior, didn't want to see it. Well, I'm just saying, get into it, boy. Prior to this, I know we were all kind of killing Black Widow. Like, you know, it, it might be tight. Uh, not me. But might, I, I thought it was going to actually. I think be we good. can go I've, back I've, in some episodes. No, you, about you how can, the trailer no, was. I've had some doubts. You know, the trailer wasn't really. It was. It wasn't giving me the vibes. It was like, all right, it, it's going to be cool, and we no. figured it was going to be cool because when it. T- when it takes place, there's a lot of information to reveal. Mm. So I think we all kind of knew that it was going to be cool on that end, but we didn't know how prominent no, the I antagonist always, would be. Yeah. I always thought it was going to be we go, okay. we go. All right. Bad. Skywalker Mike, he had ESP. He knew already this whole time that this yeah. shit was going to be No, fun. I remember the time the first trailer came out, the Wonder Woman trailer came out. Boo. Every, everybody was so hype on the Wonder Woman trailer, and I was like, that looks trash. Yeah, and everybody's look. like, oh, Black Widow looks trash. And I'm like, this looks good. Like, what are you guys doing? Y'all are flip-flopping the wrong way. But now it's pretty much looking like the reverse. Yeah, I just needed a little bit of a reveal. And that is what we got. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, I mean, that that just goes to show how Marvel didn't want to show anything. Like, I'm kind of... I, I wish they didn't release another trailer. Yeah, But well, they did it because, like... They weren't getting the right reception for the advertising. So I like, still feel like up. there's still not a lot of the plot being. Oh, oh no! Yeah, of course. But well, the thing is, that, I just like watching trailers. Well, less. there's an art to trailers, and a lot of times the company that does the movie isn't necessarily the company that's cutting the trailer. Mm, you yeah, know, for it. so like. There, there's a story within trailers itself that you have to like cut parts and make it make sense because the dialogue may not even make sense, yeah. you know, while you're going through it. 
So I think movies, just to add to your point about final trailers and things like that, I think a movie only needs one trailer. Yeah. Like only needs one trailer. If you cut it right and you make the things that are kind of prominent in the film kind of appear yeah. in different yeah, I mean, like I kind of never one. understood the like the idea of an alternate trailer. It's like I'm already excited. I'll just go back and watch that. Like, yeah, it's cool. There's new content in the trailer, but it would be cool if you really held off on that. Well, if you think, because like, there's there's a lot of times where like a joke will hit in the trailer, yeah, and then you go watch the movie movie. and you're like, it doesn't hit the movie, yeah. Well, because again, there's an art to the trailer. So like, oh, I'm gonna put the joke here, and then I'm gonna have dead silence, and then I'm gonna have an explosion that comes up after. That's gonna give you that time to absorb that joke and then get back in it. And that isn't how yeah, the movie's I could, cut. I could definitely see in Black Widow, like, when they're eating at the table, like, just somebody comes through the window and blows up their house type thing. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. going to be... Because if they're already in uniform, that dinner is not yeah, going to yeah. go oh, well. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that dinner's not going to go They're well. probably going somewhere right after, most likely. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and I just... I enjoyed that... Um, Oh man, this trailer just it opens it up now. Like with this new trailer, it really opens up the potential of Black Widow right. in the movie, especially with the antagonist, um, Taskmaster, which arguably is one of the best street level. And I say street level just because he doesn't have any necessarily like mutant powers or like latent crazy powers, mm. but he's probably the best street level villain. Um that will go into combat also. You know, there's a lot of villains who will kind of facilitate combat. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Doom facilitates combat. Red Skull facilitates combat yeah. of, like, things that are going. Taskmaster will come in and fade you and then dip afterwards. And, like, that was part of it. You know, he's just like, yeah, I just came through to whoop your ass. And, and then I'm going to take this thing that I wanted. And then, you know, but it's not like you still don't know my plan. Yeah. You know, you still don't know what's going on. And it seems like that they're making Taskmaster to be that character in this movie where you're not going to be able to tell what he has planned. He's just going to do a whole bunch of shit and he's going to probably win yeah. <laughs> every time that he does yeah. it up until you get to the end where it's like, oh, man, like now they have to stop him. They don't have a choice. And, um, oh, bro, there's so many things in the trailer that that I loved. Break it down, bro. I'm just saying, man, Taskmaster is, is something special because now, now that we have all of the superheroes introduced, we really get to see Taskmaster at his best. Yep. Because we Which can is take... crazy because it's a prequel. Exactly. Exactly. And and this movie's supposed to be set right after Civil War, but before Infinity War. So there's a lot of time. There's I believe, I believe it's two years or maybe a year mm-hmm. in between Civil War and Infinity War. Um, my point being, just like in the trailer, you see um, Taskmaster use Captain America's moves. Mm-hmm. You see Taskmaster use um, Black Widow's moves. And you get a small glimpse of Taskmaster using what people are guessing is Black Panther's oh, moves. Bro, it's the thumbnail. It's the thumbnail of him literally looking him like Black Panther. Yeah. Exactly. So that, I think, blew everyone away because we didn't know how much he was actually studying. And if you don't know Taskmaster's powers, his power is that he's able to mirror um, the movements of his opponents. So any fighting style that's out, 
he can dictate and predict the movements as he's fighting. He yeah. learns it up and he picks it and he memorizes it. He also used um, Hawkeye's bow. Oh yeah, yeah. He used he used everything from the Avengers that you've pretty much seen. You've seen yeah. the, you've seen the bow. Yep. You've seen the. It's, uh, it's literally going to be a movie is Natasha Romanoff versus the Avengers versus the Avengers basically yeah. and and anti Avenger and it's so cool how they're doing that and. I don't know if they're going to distort his voice. I don't know if he's going to be an android. I don't know. But I have a hot take. And I feel like... You've been saving this the whole time, right? Well, yeah. Since I watched the trailer, I, I think that Taskmaster is a woman. And I think that hmm. Taskmaster will be played by a woman. I think that... Because in the movie, at least in the trailer, it shows that he's in command of... um all of the other Black Widows, like the Black Widow program. So that program. makes sense, exactly. You know, so for him to be another Black Widow himself or herself makes sense. Maybe a flawed version. It might even look like Scarlett Johansson. Like, it might actually look it like might just Black be Widow her, and be like a clone of her that's maybe disfigured that's or wild. something like that. That's wild. Because she's a clone. Like, yeah. that's one of the things that's that's known in the comics is that potential, like, in Black Widow stories... She's been seen as being a clone before, and that's how she's like old. She's like a lot older than what she's led on to believe. Like, what yeah. you think? So I'm just trying to think. From what uh, if the real Natasha Romanoff is alive? Then there you go. And the what one that go? died. There you go. In the Endgame was a clone. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> or the real Romanoff oh. is Taskmaster. You know, you never know. Like, I, I think, be, they can go I anywhere. think that it can go anywhere. Well, that could make sense because. If she knows all those moves, there's only one person that has fought all those people, and that's Natasha Romanoff. Oh my god! Damn, it's lit, bro. Did we just it's lit? Oh, On top of Yo, that, you also Disney have... gonna hit us up, be like, How, "How'd you find us?" I know, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> if, we dis- if we disappear, if we disappear in the next few weeks, <laughs> it's not the coronavirus. <laughs> like it's Disney. <laughs> yeah, man, it's insane. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. They're, they're that's opening a good up. theory. That's a really good theory. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I would have never thought about it until this trailer. Once I started looking at it and I was like, you know, Taskmaster actually looks too drawn. You mm-hmm. know, it's almost like I would draw him on a on a comic book. They would look like that. But if you're looking at like a real person in that costume, they wouldn't be that slender, that petite, that yeah. I feel like it's a girl that's in there that's running it and whooping ass. And to add to that and to make a callback to Black Widow on the cloning program to have it be a clone of Natasha is just... You know what's crazy? Because you, you had mentioned, like, I hope they don't kiss, kill Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. And what if they, at the, at the end of the movie, somehow they agree to keep going their normal lives and then Natasha Romanoff that ends up dying is the one, like, the, the, the clone and they, he just let her, or she just let her live her life. Mm-hmm. And, Stayed behind the scenes. Oh well, yeah, time. what maybe if, Agent or the Shield has been planning? I don't know. It's so so. What a Taskmaster at the end of this movie wins, then becomes Natasha Romanoff that goes into Endgame. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just talking shit at opposite. this point. Mm-hmm. But so, but yeah, it, that's it just could crazy. We can go literally anywhere, dog. Because there is a there is a time where. Captain America was nomad and was part of the secret Avengers and they were doing stuff and accomplishing missions. Um, you know, when we see Natasha at that time, she has blonde hair. I heard, you know, so I like, heard there might know. be, uh, 
a show on that sometime in the future. I think they should. 100%. Secret Wars. They should be Secret Wars because you have so many things that are happening in secret in tandem with what's going on just yeah. based off of the scrolls being Scroll, on the planet. Yeah. yeah. That one. Simply based off that's of that from back right in the there. 90s. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. We don't know who's who. And you I know? always hear people saying Captain Marvel wasn't necessary. It that was. was necessary. It was necessary. Because nobody knew that stuff like that was happening on yeah. Earth. So. Yeah, bring what, the what's scrolls. messed up about it is that Captain Marvel should have been in Phase 2 instead of Phase 3. You're right. Should yeah. have been a Phase 2 movie. It and, ended and, the Phase uh, 2, actually. No, it ended Phase... No, it didn't end anything. It came bef- right before Infinity War and, and Endgame. Oh, and yeah. Homecoming. yeah that, or, in, or in Far From Home. Far From Home ended Phase 3. Phase <clears throat> 2 ended with Civil War. That was the end of, mm-hmm. of phase two. And then it was like, oh, shit. Like, what's, what's about to happen? And then you got uh, Doctor Strange and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm super excited for this movie. I think it's going to re- reveal a lot of street-level shield, sword kind of information yeah. about what's going on. I think it's on. Yeah, more than a prequel, mm-hmm. for sure. I and, mean, and I think obviously, we're gonna yeah, get, a prequel, but We're going to get some good cameos, to, too. I think we're going to get some amazing cameos, not just from uh, rumor is Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, which I, I could see that. Easy. Um, uh, Chris Evans as Captain America. I yes. could see that as well. Um, of course, we've seen in the trailer that uh, Ross is there. I think showing his daughter would be awesome. Betty uh, Ross, Liv, who was Liv, in Liv, uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah. When she was in uh, The Incredible, because it's taken back kind of in the past. That'd be kind of cool to see them interact. Um, I think that we may see more villains that are locked up because um, it seems like that they do some sort of breakout, some sort of jail breakout. Yeah. So that would be cool to see some heroes and some villains that are locked up because of either the Accords, because the Accords should be active by this time. Um, the Sokovia Accords, because mm-hmm. of Age of Ultron already happened. Oh, yeah. So the Sokovia Accords should be actually being enforced more. So it would be really cool if we can see that. Like if we got like an early montage of like young you know, uh, young superheroes, the young people with powers getting round up and forced to sign the accords. That w- I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, no, that'd be really dope. I'm excited for that. Um, you guys want to move on? Plus, to she's this? hot. So, yeah, I mean, that's always out. a plus. That's always yeah. a plus. You guys trying to move on to this last, last topic on my man's? What we got? Robert Panson. Oh, Pattinson. yeah. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> That's a bar. Wait, did you come up with that? Or is that already said? That's what everybody's saying. I mean, everyone oh. finds a way because Batfleck yeah. started and got Robert Pattinson. Oh, God. Anything with the AT and they're playing Batman, you're good. Wordplay. You got Will Arbat. See, it doesn't really work because it's Arnett. But <gasps> it's all right. Anyway. Um, yes. Robert Pattinson. Um, Matt Reeves just dropped uh, photos. pretty good. How do you feel about the bubble, Will? The Batmobile. Of the Batmobile and, and of Batman. Um, okay, well, first, first the leaks came out with Batman on a um, motorcycle, motorcycle, and it was a stuntman. Um, so you kind of feel like you kind of get a sense of the suit, but it could be a stunt suit, and it may not be yeah. the full thing. And um, so, you know, some people were kind of like judging off of that, um, judging like his suit, the, the, the kind yeah. of um, the gauntlets that he had instead of the iconic triangle ones he kind of has like these arrows that he's able to shoot out well maybe they just add that post like, potentially post. potentially yeah. yeah it could be in post um i the interesting thing about the arrows is that 
um, the Court of Owls, which is a villain group um, in the Batman lore, um, they use those on their gauntlets where it's like these arrows that they shoot out. Yeah. And like they have a villain named Talon, who's basically mm. like evil Batman, more of a ninja kind of thing. Very, very dope Batman villain. Um, I hope that they explore it a little bit more. I hope yeah. that this movie actually <laughs> gives that kind of feel of that the quarter owls are a real thing and that they organize all the shit that goes but on. But this is supposed to focus more on like his detective skills, right? Well, yeah, yes. but and this uh, is like villains year two. are supposed to be a the lot villains, of villains. Yeah, a lot of villains are already established and he's supposed to be in year two of being You uh, think they'll have a Batman. Joker? No. no. I think that they're going to hold off because of Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and the Joker. I think that they are feel like going they to hold off. I feel like they won't only because I feel like with with a Batman movie you kind of want everybody wants. Joker I think we'll get an Easter egg. Batman. We might Probably get, we Easter might egg. get like a a pan of Arkham, you know, and you kind of see the cell Joker. Maybe might hear a laugh, something like yeah. that as it goes through. But I don't think that Joker will be one of the villains that we kind of see him interact mm. with. I think that he's going to interact with the villains that are affiliated more with the mob to kind of get that detective aspect, Penguin. but also have some sort of power to them. You know what I mean? Whether it's like Penguin, Two-Face, um, uh, there's like a, a, a Bane even. You know, they could do Bane and his followers and his cult of followers and everything. And they can do, uh, what's that Bible? The Blood Bible, um, Mannheim. You know, just like different, like weird, obscure villains that mm -hmm. wouldn't really require too much like CGI to make their powers. But you can tell like, oh, yeah, that's like their full on hmm. villain right now. You know, I think if they do the penguin, it'd be great to have the, his little two like dancing prey mantis, like, you know, mm. the people with the masks and yeah. they wore red and they would fuck shit up. That'd be kind of cool to see them in there. But um, I think we might actually get like our first like Batman movie where it's like straight to the shits. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we're not going to build up this whole, oh, his just parents jump right died. And this whole, we're going to just jump straight into it. And th that's the Batman movie I've been I've waiting his on. parents get killed multiple times. I they even did the again. origin story in Joker. Yeah. 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 So it's like, exactly. Oh, we're tired of it, bro. Exactly. We get it. Yes. Your parents we, yes. are dead. <laughs> we totally get it. We know how Batman They're becomes dead. Batman. We know the reason why Batman becomes Batman. Of course. Um, now, they may show it because he has the gun in his... In his suit, so it may be more sentimental than a it's new, ever been before. A new rendition. Wait, does he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the actual bat. bat is made out of the gun that killed. Made his out parents? of the gun that killed his. Parents. Somebody, oh, somebody was saying that he'll probably even be able to use them in, in a in a way to like whip it out. Pew pew. pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I I think it's great. Now, just to go back to the stills that came out of him in full suit. With the Batmobile that looks like a Dodge Charger. Yeah. Have you seen the the suit reveal with the red? It's like a red video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool I saw too. that. I saw that. And they still didn't have him open up his eyes, which his eyes are going to be in post. I think that they're going to be white, which is really cool. We haven't seen a Batman. Oh, reminds that has me of the glowing um, white eyes yet. Reminds me of Batman Begins. All the Batmans, any any animated Batman, yeah, white has eyes. white yeah, eyes. Right. Yeah, he has yeah, white eyes right. while he's while he's doing what he's doing. So I think it's cool that they're bringing that, which is dope because it plays in with the detective thing. Because of his course. well, if you play like the Arkham series, that's he literally, has the white eyes yes. because of gadgetry that he's using. Exactly. So I think that they're gonna add that to it. They're gonna make him his gadgets make sense 
And I think that's why I like yeah, the I think, Batmobile because it makes the, sense. The gadgets aren't going to be crazy though. No, obviously because of the timeline. It's only year two. Nope. It's not going to be that crazy. He's going to have a grappling hook. No, not only that, just because I mean, even even like the new Batman's nowadays, like they have crazy tech. But mm-hmm. yeah, just because it's like based in the eighties or. But 70s I wonder, or that's what I was going to say. Based on the car that he chose for the Batmobile, mm-hmm. do you think that it's going to take place around when that car is potentially new, or when that car is like a concept car and hasn't come out yet? That would put it in the sixties. You know, like late 60s, uh, like the movie would take mm-hmm. place in that time. I think it's super interesting if it did. Maybe. that's, But also, that's, that's probably why they focus more on the detective skills. But also, like, he's year two. He can't fight like that. He doesn't have the gadgets like that. Or it doesn't have, like, the... He's just Accessibility. Learning. He's, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I think that he'll have a smoke bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he'll be able to use uh, the grappling hook. Yes. Um, he may have like one battering. I don't feel like he's just gonna have him like on deck like that. Nah. I think it'll be something that he maybe makes later on in the movie and tests and use. Um, and then I think that the Batmobile will have like afterburners and like can maybe climb up a wall. Maybe has a but I don't think yeah, yeah, but I don't think it could be too much advanced because of where it's not gonna the, be like Batman movie takes place. Or, yeah. Yes. It's not like an army vehicle who's doing all this stuff, which made practical sense for all the shit that you got to do as Batman. You're probably going to use an army vehicle. But to have something that he just kind of, it seems like that he made, we may get like a glimpse of the car early in the movie. And then we see it again. And he's like, you know, yeah, well, souping it up. The the photos are like in the middle of a street under a bridge. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's pretty much there to... Whoop see ass. somebody he's yeah. like you better see me on the yeah. bridge yeah and and that's what's so cool about the movie and just like how they're gonna visit all these other um villains and okay. um and just really establish this batman world they have an important task man because depending on how the world is established could give us better insight into how the dc universe is going to be established because yeah they have to bank on everything either being successful or a flop, and then they move accordingly. So if this is successful, you don't want to have to backtrack with a whole bunch of other shit to explain why this is the case. You know, you just want to jump straight in it. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I think Robert Pattinson is going to do a very, very good job. I think uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to be amazing I as I think Cat the reason Woman. I like kind of look forward to the film is because I don't really have any... Zoe ex- Kravitz being Catwoman? Yeah, but yeah. I, I really don't have any expectations. Like, I'm not expecting it to be amazing, but I'm not expecting it to be a terrible movie. I'm curious to see what happens, and I'm really intrigued to see how it goes. So, Yeah, I think everyone's going to have their eye out for the first trailer. Um, I think that the first trailer is not going to reveal anything. No. Um, and people are going to be upset with the first trailer, and then the second trailer is going to come out, and it's going to blow everybody away. That's just my prediction. Black what? I ain't watching the second one. Skywalker like not trailers. when we do all these trailer breakdowns. Breakdowns. Skywalker is not going to be watching that trailer. No, I'll watch the first one. That's well, it. the very first one. But like, I'll make sure to tell mm-hmm. him about the movie when the second yeah. one comes out. Yeah. So Before we head off, one. I do want to say one thing about trailers. There was Ooh. one point where I did not want to even see a trailer. I was like, I'll just wait till it comes out. Until um, the Force Awakens trailer came out, I was like, I gotta watch that trailer. And then since then, I. Start watching trailers again, but it was a while where I wasn't watching trailers because I just. I mean, there's a lot of people who are like that. They just want to jump into a movie brand new. Like, what do you do when you go to movies and the trailers are playing? Do you just like just 
walk out. I mean, sometimes like I'll get there and the tra- the trailers are done. So, oh, okay. That's, that's I like being punctual. Be I like being punctual. Nah, I, I like know there's always time. like a ten to fifteen minute gap. Yeah, so, yeah. there is. But that's I like the being time on to time. Smoke your bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, prime that's smoke what I'm time. doing. You mean, what, you doing. mean what we did? Yes. Dope. Yes, sir. Every time. But yeah, there's a Patreon for that too. Yeah, there is. But yeah, that was episode um twenty one. Uh, twenty no, yeah, twenty one. Yeah, twenty one, man. Twenty one. Twenty. I, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know how to count. Per usual, two. <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. Please support us. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys soon, doing more gatherings, and um, subscribe so that we can tag along, do some events with us. Of course, um, of course. Follow us on Instagram at Soundflake Pod. Follow our individual Instagrams as well. Um, we all do stuff outside of the Soundflake pod, but it's what brings us together. It holds us together. It's like the glue. Definitely. Yeah. I'm with that. Now, shout out Productive Culture for allowing us to do this and continuously housing our shenanigans. Um, it's always a pleasure and always a good time. And if you ever need to record a podcast yourself, definitely reach out to Productive Culture and um, tell them we they sent will take you. care of you. Yes. Tell them You're... that we sent you so that uh, we can get hooked up too. Hey. Hey. Yeah. You get, I believe... I don't know. I don't know what the number is, and I'm not. Uh, yeah, that, but, you know. We'll, Hit up we'll JMK. I'm telling we sent you. He'll he will give you a rate for your first pod. And yes, and and you guys can go from there. So exactly. Shout out uh, everybody else who's doing podcasts around in the community. Uh, Noah, James, and Lisa. I saw that they just started uh-huh. their podcast. Oh yeah, um, Cam too. Cam also just started Rat his Habits. podcast. Um, Red Habits. So uh, Matalo just just the, had his the productive culture I'm, umbrella. Is oh yeah, I'm speaking it into existence now. What's up? We are going to have an event instead of artists performing. It'll be all podcasts, all podcasts, and I cannot wait. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, we're gonna have to rent out the the municipal that. auditorium, auditorium, like or that. even the whole convention center. I like that. So, I like or that the too. Fox Theater. Either either one. There's a lot of venues mm-hmm. right there so. for sure. For sure. Eventually. As we grow the fan base and as you guys, the listeners, continue to spread the word about us and spread word of mouth, yeah. um, we can start doing bigger and better things with y'all. And we will continue to bring y'all these movies and this music <laughs> the sound flick way. Oh, yeah. That's right. So thank you so much for listening. Y'all take care. We're going to see y'all later. Peace. Deuce. Outro. <laughs>